Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. We have limited time this afternoon. Therefore, I will not be able to finish the whole teaching, but at least you get some idea from the Word of God. How many people were blessed yesterday? How many people were here yesterday? Oh, is it wonderful? Yes. Wow, God was moving. It's so wonderful to really come into the presence of God, into the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I just... Um, start to preach this sermon series called The File of Revival uh, in Thai and in English called Revival. And God convinced me that we need to stay in revival until Jesus comes back. We should not stay out of revival. The devil always wants to bring religions, tradition, spirit of religion is so prominent in the world. We don't want religion to come into our church. We want the glory, the presence of God. So as long as I live, every church that I relate to, I will keep them in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or in the revival. I've seen so many ministers and many churches starting good but end up with religion and a lot of sin come into the church and big trouble. I want to stay in the glory. I want to stay in Holiness in the presence of the living God. Amen. Today, I would like to talk about the activity of our enemy. It's a big subject. I will not be able to finish it today, but at least we learn something. We will learn to be alert and awake to protect ourselves from the work of the enemy. In this world, we have the enemies of our souls. And our enemy is working over time. And we need to know the tricks and the schemes of the enemy so that we will not be destroyed easily. Amen? The enemy is very cunning. And he will look for people that he can destroy. This is one of the reasons, as a pastor, I don't play around on the pulpit, wasting your time. Because my goal is to make my members very strong, become a spiritual martial art, ready to fight anytime. If we are weak, if the members are weak, they're going to be slapped right and left by the enemy, and they will be defeated. We all need to be soldiers, to be strong. Therefore, 40 minutes on the pulpit, to me, is not playing game. Get strong. Get right with God. Because if you're not strong, the enemy is going to wipe you out. We need to be very strong Christians. And that's the reason why the devil will try every way that you will miss church, miss fellowship, because the devil will talk to you that, hey, if you miss one Sunday out of the 52 Sundays, you will be fine. 
you can miss. Then the next Sunday, oh, two Sundays in 52 Sunday, what a big deal! But you know what happened? You become weaker and weaker gradually because you miss the meeting, you miss the word of God, and you're gonna become weaker unknowingly to the point that the enemy can just use his finger and hit you. You fall down. You need to be awake, alert all the time to be strong all the time. Sometimes you wonder why God does not get rid of the enemy right away now. Just put him in hell and stop it. Stop all this attack. But I believe that God has good reason that the enemy still around to attack us. Let me read from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter. It, he might humble you, and that he might test you to do you good in the end. The Bible talk about the tests of God. The Bible talk about to examine your heart. The Bible talk about humble you. I believe that we still face test, trials, and temptations. Because God still want to test your heart, you need to make a choice. Maybe one Sunday, the devil sent a friend to you and say, "If you can today, you can go to work overtime this Sunday. You get paid three times. Can you come and miss church? God gonna test your heart by allowing the devil to put money in front of you." To see that your heart, you really love God. You sing song, "I love You, Lord," and I lift my voice. But when the dollars come in front of my eyes, I rather miss my church. <laughs> He's gonna test you to see whether you love God or you love money. He allowed it to happen to test your heart to see who you are. Without a test, we will not know who we are. Actually, the Lord spoke to me this scripture to humble you and to test you. Sometime, Pastor Da and I faced situation in our church. We just went to look at another church. They renovate the whole building, seven million dollars, beautiful facility. The man who organized the remodeling took us around in that church building. Wow, they have seven million to re- renovate this church, and they have this great man, very talented, very good personality. And I look at him. Wow, it would be nice if I have this kind of man in my church. Very good personality, very talented, and very committed. <laughs> and the Lord said to me that sometimes, you know, son, I don't give you everything you want because I want to humble you. I want you to know that you need to continue to depend on me because if you have everything. You want all the time. You will be very prideful. So God want to humble us. Sometimes we have to go by what we have, and just out of that, 
we humble ourselves to depend on the Lord and trust the Lord with the best we can. Amen. So God tests our faith. Whether we're gonna continue to serve Him or we're gonna start to complain and compare and do wrong things or not. Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 3: You shall not listen to the words of that prophet and that dreamers of dream. Are there false prophets? I tell you, the end times coming. More false prophets are rising up right now. You have to be very careful, for the Lord your God is testing you. To know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart or with all your soul, God allowed you to be tested by false teachers, false prophets, by wrong people come into your life to see whether you choose Him or you're going to choose something else. Some people flunk the test, some people fail and move out of the will of God. Some people still running a race and go on with the Lord. We have to be very careful. That's why we need to really have godly spiritual covering to warn us, to correct us, and to keep us in the right way. Amen. Amen. Very important to have very godly spiritual father. I'm talking about earthly father to correct you. And to help you, Psalm 66 verse 10 say, "For you, O God, have tested us; you have refined us as silver is refined. Without the tests, without the temptation, without the trials, we will not be refined. But when we face hardships, the attack of the enemy, and we overcome those attacks, we come out, become more refined." We become more mature, stronger, more righteous to be used by God. So everybody, every Christian, have to go through the test. The Lord can allow is going to allow the enemy to attack us sometime to test our faith. Amen. But eventually, we're going to overcome all the tests and the trial. Today, I would like to talk about the first enemy. His name is Satan. In the Greek language, his name is Diabolos. Diabolos means the accuser. Satan is our enemy. And he is very, very smart because he was a fallen angel. He was one of the archangels. There are three archangels. And he was one of them. He was very smart. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, who is our adversary, the devil or Satan. The devil walks about like a rolling lion, seeking whom he may devour. The devil is working looking right now to attack, to kill, to steal, and to destroy people, even in the local church. My job as a pastor, I'm a gatekeeper. I will not let the devil work in my church, period. I'm a spiritual martial art guy. 
physically, I'm a third degree black belt taekwondo. So I'm a fighter since I was young. I used to fight with American Just Mac in Thailand, big guy, and I won. Even though I was a small guy, I'm a fighter. Now I'm a pastor. I'm a fighter too. I'm not going to allow anything bad to happen in my church. I will deal with it. I will not let the devil come into my church to do anything he wants. I fight. I cast out demons in my church. I cast them out. I don't let the devil to do anything in my church. I don't. I one of the evil spirit that I hate is we call religious spirit. Religious spirit, very subtle. Come in the name of Jesus too. Come in the name of God, but very cunning, and destroy God's people. Even Jesus Himself in Matthew chapter four, after He fasted for forty days and forty nights, the devil came to Him and tempted Him. The devil said, "Why don't you change the stone into bread?" Because he knew that. Jesus was hungry. He tested, and Jesus fought the devil by saying, "It is written." He did not yield to the devil at all. He came in three areas, which will go along with the way of the world: the lusts of the flesh, eating; the lusts of the eyes, and the pride of life. He knew that. Humanity has these three parts: weak part of humanities, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. If you look at all the news, all the pastor who fell into sin, all of them the same thing: either pride, one reputation, or money, a woman, all of them the same way. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But Jesus did not yield to the devil. Now I'm going to read some scripture to show you the scheme of the devil together. Matthew chapter four, verse three. The Bible say, "Now when the tempter came to him, he meant Jesus. He said, 'If you are the Son of God, command that these stones.'" Become bread. The Bible called the devil here tempter. His specialty is to tempt you to sin against God. He tempts you to disobey God. He put some nice thing in front of your eyes and say, "Bite it, bite it," and you're gonna have fun. But after you bite it, he kill you. He did not give you for free. He will try to do everything to tempt you to sin against God. We need to be alert all the time. Whatever come to our life, is that the temptation? You ask yourself: If I take that, will I sin against God? Will I disobey God? Amen. You need to ask yourself: Don't yield to Him and bite it. You're gonna get into trouble. So we always need to be alert because he's gonna come to tempt you in the area of money, pride, the area of opposite sex, 
or position or job or anything. He knows that you have the flesh and you have some weakness in your life. He will do everything to get you out of the kingdom or out of the will of God. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come. And the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, have been cast down. This scripture called the devil accuser. Accuser. Have you been ever accused by the devil? Have you heard some kind of condemnation in your spirit? Oh, you cannot do it. You're not good enough. Or sometimes the devil even uses you to accuse people. I remember when I started the church in 1988. I went to my pastor at that time. I was in the American church. And I said to him that God called me to start a church. And he looked at me. And he said, I don't think you can do it. You speak English with accent. You are not Bible school graduate. You're just a neurosurgeon. You're not good enough. And then another person in town, a Thai man, spread the rumor all over the city. Wow. This is a Thai way to say, a Thai way to say this way. He has not finished drinking milk from the bottle yet, which means I'm too inexperienced to be a pastor of a local church. Yes, I'm inexperienced, but God is greater than me. He can do things through me. It's not my might, not my power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. So he will accuse you. He will attack you. He will condemn you. You're not good enough. Oh, you speak with accent. You're just a foreigner. You cannot do anything. You don't have enough money. He will try to put you down. Don't listen to those words. You need to say, I am a child of the king of all kings. I have the spiritual DNA of God. I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. God has gifted me. I am more than a conqueror. Amen? You don't look at yourself the way the devil tells you. Don't allow the devil to use your mouth to accuse anybody. Amen? Always use your mouth to encourage people. Build people up. Cheer people up. Go for it. You can do it. Don't say, oh, you will not make it. That is from the devil. You can make it. You can do it. Turn to the person next to you. You can do it. You can do all things through him who strengthened you. Everyone say, I'm healed. I'm strong. I'm anointed. I am more than a conqueror. I'm a victorious man, woman. Amen. Don't let him accuse you of anything. Amen. Revelation 12 verse 9 say, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil 
and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The devil is not only the tempter; he is not only the accuser, but he is also a deceiver. Oh, nowadays, do you know? Why one of the reason I produce teaching in the YouTube so fast, to the point that a lot of people say I cannot cope up with you. <laughs> I just put in teaching and teaching in the YouTube and internet. Do you know why? Some people told me there is a big world of pornography. There is a big world of pornography in the internet, big time. Not only that. There's a big world right now, internet world of false teaching. Very, very scary. I've seen so many Christians in my life that follow the fire of God, follow the glory, and suddenly shoo, gone, and gone into the false teaching. And they don't even look at the Bible. What the Bible say? They just, I, I believe. Be careful, you know. This is something I cannot tell you what to do. You need to make decision yourself. I believe what the Book of Galatians chapter three verses one to three say is real. The Bible say, "The Galatians who bewitch you, bewitch mean put the spell on you. You understand the word witch? Witch has power from demon, and they can put the spell in you. So some Christians." Got the spell from demon. We call demon of false doctrine. And when that demon come in through internet into you, suddenly they hate the fire of God. They don't like the Holy Spirit anymore, and they just so tied in that false teaching. It's so sad. It's very sad. We need to be alert and awake all the time. We need to know the word. We need to know the word of God so that we will not be deceived by false teacher. Amen. I always say like this to people who follow people in the internet. I always say like this: Have you ever eaten dinner with that guy? Have you ever gone to his house? Do you know how his wife happy or not? How his children behave? People can put anything in the internet, but do you know their life? Do you know how he treat his wife? How he manage money? Have you ever gone to his house? You don't know. That's why our church built we call a family community. When you go to Seattle, you can come to my house. You can look at how I live. I have no secret. You can talk to my wife. How happy is? Are you happy? I hope so. How happy she is. Amen. I tell you the truth. I don't trust people in the internet easily. I don't know their life. People can be so nice, but they can do it for money. They want you to pay money to them. I'm not working for money. I'm working for the Lord. Amen. Money cannot buy me. Amen. 
We need to look at the spirit behind that teacher. What is the motive behind of that production? Amen. So the devil is the reason for deceiving people. He deceives with false teaching, with wrong idea. He can bewitch you and put spell on you. That's why I move in the fire all the time in my church. Because every time I lay hand and put the fire on, that spell go out of them. Get them out of your life. I don't want any spell in my church. Period. Amen. Hallelujah. John chapter 8 verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. Jesus was speaking to the religious leader in that generation. The spirit of religion in that generation. And the desire of your father, you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And does not stand in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. And when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. Jesus called the devil in this one scripture two things. Number one, he is a murderer. He loves to kill relationship. Kill your business. Kill your Ministry, kill your health, make you sick, kill your marriage, kill your children. He's a killer. That's why I rather have my church filled with the Holy Spirit and get the devil out of my church. When the Holy Spirit show up, the devil have to leave. God and the devil cannot be together. When my church is always full, full with the presence of God. The devil has to leave. Because he will come in to kill my members. Get out of here. I don't want the murderer in my church. Amen? Amen. That's why I love revival. I love the move of God. Because when God moves, the devil has to leave. And the murderer cannot be around in my family. Amen? Not only that, he is a liar. He loves to lie. Oh, all kinds of lies. You have to be careful. He's a liar. He will lie to you. He will cheat you. He will do anything to take advantage of you. First John chapter 5, verse 19. We know that we are of God. And the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The devil, the Bible says, controls this world right now. The whole world is under the control of the devil. Therefore, we need to stick together. We need to commit to the local church. We need to choose God. And we cannot follow the world system. The system of the world is full of the scheme of the devil. Amen? We need to be heaven's people, not the world's people. We need to choose God's way, not the world's way. Amen? The world's way is, oh, what can I do to take advantage of you? What can I do to use you? The way of the world is pride. It's about money. It's about success. Nothing wrong about to be successful, but let the success come from God not come from the world system. Amen? 
He controls the world. Therefore, you have to be careful if you partner with people of the world. Single person in this room, be careful if you want to marry a man or a woman who follow the world system, because the devil control that person, and he s gonna come in to also attack you as well. Very important to join the church that will not follow the world system. The Bible talk about two churches in the world, two kinds: the church that is the bride of Jesus Christ, the church that love holiness and the presence of God. You remember about five wise virgin and the five foolish virgins, two kind of churches. Women represent the church. Five of them want to have the oil to light the lamp before the groom shows up. That is the church that welcome the oil, the Holy Spirit, and love holiness. But the other five foolish virgins did not want the oil, and the Bible call that church. Harlot, H O R L O T, the church that commit adultery with the world system, using the world's way to run the church, manipulation, use technique to get money from people, use church to be business place to make more money. The world system is in the church. I don't want that. I want to be the five wise virgins that welcome the Holy Spirit. And train the people of God to be holy, pure, righteous, without blemish, without wrinkle, because we are waiting to see the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want to follow the world system. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter four verses one to three. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed. To deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from food which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. The Bible says that the devil sent in deceiving spirit. Or demons of false doctrines into the church nowadays. Wow, we have to be very careful. They work overtime to deceive people. I promise God, every teaching that I produce must come from the Bible. I will not use my own idea. I quote the scripture all the time. You notice that I read all the scripture. Because I don't want to come up to give my own idea, I want to make sure I'm faithful and loyal to the Word of God. That's the only way to save God's people from doctrines of demons. Because when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But sometimes, the problem is this: not every Christian is spiritual. Some Christians go to church. To get position, 
when you're going to appoint me to have a position. Some Christians go to church to look for a woman. Some Christians go to church to look for business, to make business. Some Christians are carnal. If somebody steps on their toes, just one time, they get mad and they leave. And those Christians are vulnerable to doctrines of demons. Because when they get mad, like Cain, they get mad like Saul, carnal Christians. They don't get what they want in the church, the position. They don't get the business because they come to church with carnal motive. These people tend to end up in the wrong church and in demonic doctrines because they want their flesh to be pleased. You have to be careful. Amen? That's why some people like me, some people don't like me. Because I don't play around. If they come in with the wrong motive and they don't repent, they cannot sit around here. They leave. Because I'm not the guy who's going to come and please any flesh. I'm going to take serious. Life is too short to play around. Amen? And I know that when the devil slaps on somebody, that person gets hurt. I will try to protect the hand of the devil to slap on anybody. Do you know that the devil, demon that sent by the devil come as a group, come as a gang? If you allow demon of pride to come in, or demon of false doctrine to come in, it will not stop at demon of false doctrine. They will come with demon of cancer, demon of poverty, demons of other things come as a gang. If you allow one to come in, other people come too. You open the door. And eventually, the result, the end of that person's life is miserable. That's why we need to kick all of them out. Not even one left in our house. They come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I'm very serious about this. When I wash my hand before surgery, Nowadays, I use alcohol because I'm so sensitive to all the chemical. I got eczema after I used all this chemical for many years. So I use alcohol. When I wipe alcohol for my skin for surgery, I wipe it about five times. I kill every single germ because I don't want even one germ to enter my patient's body because infection can kill my patient. The same analogy, you don't want even one demon to be around you. They come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's why I keep praying for people, cast demons out of people. Might be today, cast 50 out. Next time, another 50. Next time, another 50. Some of you may have about 1,000. We don't have any swine around here. If we have swine around here, the demon may run into the swine and run out into the street and get hit by the car. We cast them out of the church. We don't want any demons. Amen? Amen. Let me read the last one. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. 
Actually, I have so many. Oh, I cannot finish. Genesis 3:1-5. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God has made. And he said to the woman, I don't know why to the woman. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, and shall you touch it, lest you die. This is the way the devil works. He will raise a question of doubt. Is it true that you cannot eat all the fruit of every tree? He will come to you and raise question to doubt God, to question God. Is it true that God loves you? Look at that. Accident happened to your kids. I don't think God loves you. He will come very cunningly, raise a lot of questions. Sometimes you can hear the voice in your heart, but, uh, in your brain actually, not your heart, in your brain from the devil. Is this right? That pastor lay hand? I think this is a cult. But have you read the Bible? Jesus has a touching ministry. He lay hand a lot. He lay hand on Peter's mother-in-law. He lay hand on the blind. He lay hand a lot. He will raise question to make you doubt God. Doubt the move of God. Doubt the way of God. Amen. You need to be careful. Anytime the question come up, go back to the Bible and look in the Bible. Don't go by your experience. Don't go by what the people say. Always go back to the Bible. If you read any internet, people attack something, go back to the Bible. That comment is biblical or not. If it's not biblical, shut it off. Throw it away. We need to follow the Bible. Amen? Don't listen to his question. He's very cunning. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be alert. Be strong. Be awake. The devil will do everything to get rid of you. To kill, to steal, and to destroy you. You need to know his schemes, his ways, and be alert all the time. That's why we need one another. You cannot be a loner Christian in this world. You're going to be attacked left and right. I watched a movie. I'm going to finish here. I watched a movie which really showed good analogy of the biblical truth. The main actor is Liam Nielsen. Liam Nielsen. A group of people went on the airplane, and then the airplane crashed in Alaska, in the North Pole or something, in the North Pole. So this is about 10, 
12 men came out, didn't die from the airplane crash. And, but this is in the middle of like snow and tree. And when they came out, the first thing that Liam Nielsen, the gray, the gray. Maybe you can go and watch that movie. Very interesting movie. Real story, not a makeup story. When they came out, because Liam Nelson in that movie, he is an expert in surviving in the forest. Right away, he said, let's get the fire. So all of them have a torch and the fire with the, all the wood come and put the fire up. And when the sun go down, they all see the eyes of the wolf everywhere. The wolf, hundreds of wolves standing there looking at them. But they did, did not come in to kill all these men because they had the fire. Do you remember the story of the Hebrew people who came out from Egypt? The pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. That the army of Egypt cannot get to them because of the pillar of fire. Protect them. In this movie, everywhere they go, they get a fire. During the process, somebody go out by his own to pee, to void. Why he was by himself at the tree to void? The wolf killed him. Then another one, one by one, got killed. Until the last man, Liam Nelson, sitting there. He was the only man left. And he lost his fire. And the head of the wolf came and killed him. This story teaches, number one, you cannot be a lone Christian. As long as they're all together with the fire, the wolf just watch. They're not come in. And once they lost the fire, they by themselves, they got killed. One by one. The end of the story is so sad because everyone died by the wolf. The wolf represents... Satan. The fire represents the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Being together represents the church. Amen? Have I ever shown a movie in the YouTube called in Africa? The Battle at Kruger. Why don't you go home and watch that movie at the YouTube? The battle at Kruger, K-R-U-G-E-R, Kruger, which is a story about a group of buffalo. And when one baby buffalo came out from the group, the lions come and try to kill right away, drag that little buffalo into the water, into the river. Then the crocodile come up and fight. And they both want to kill the same baby buffalo. But then all the parents come back and chase away all the lion and they got the baby back. So what it means, we need to be in the good local church. The lions, the crocodile, and the wolf try to kill you. You need to be in the community with the mighty men and women pray for you, protect you, and Put the arms up to be around you so that the enemy cannot get rid of you. Amen? So please be in a good local church. 
Don't be by yourself. You need to join yourself in a very good local church, and you need to be in a church with the fire of God. Otherwise, the devil can attack you. Amen. Let's pray, Father. We thank you so much for reminding us to be awake, alert, to be vigilant, to understand the way of the enemy. Help us, Father, that we will not be destroyed by our adversary, the devil, the accuser, the tempter. Lord, we want to run the race to the end, to the finish line. We don't want to be swallowed or destroyed by our enemy, Lord. Lord, we promise you to protect. Your people together by prayer, by teaching the word, by being in the file of God all the days of our life, Lord. We thank you, Father. Help us, Lord, to have very sensitive spiritual eyes to see what is going on around us, to have the gift of discernings of spirit. So that we know what kind of spirit is working behind a man or a woman, or behind the situation, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I was growing up in a non-Christian family. And I was not very happy man. I worship idols. I play with evil spirit in that generation, but I was not very happy until somebody told me about Jesus Christ, and I began to study the Bible with a group of people. After I studied about the life of Jesus, I could not deny that Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God. I could not deny it at all. His teaching was so powerful. He performed miracles. Actually, do you know that in the Old Testament there were about 323, if I'm not mistaken, about 300 plus prophecies about the coming of Jesus Christ, and all of those prophecies became fulfilled. Is it amazing? 300 plus prophecy. Thousand of years before he was born, all fulfilled. It proved that God is real. Where he was born, how he gonna die, everything. And what amazes me is that on the cross before Jesus died, he said, "Father, forgive them, because they don't know what they're doing." I was shocked when I heard that, because for me. If they did that to me, I'm gonna jump out of the cross, side kick, front kick. I'm gonna kill them because they torture me. But Jesus loved people. He was willing to die for you and me. I decided to accept or well invite Jesus to come into my life when I saw that Jesus is the Son of the Living God and died for my sin. And he proved to me that he is God. 
Because after I accepted Jesus Christ, He performed miracles again and again. He healed my patient who became paralyzed from the waist down. This man was paralyzed for a week, and I prayed for him. He got up and walked, which is in scientific, in medical knowledge, is impossible for a man who became paralyzed for one week to gain the function back. Usually, neurosurgeon give you 48 hours. If your motor function will not come back in 48 hours, it means the spinal cord get damaged totally. But this man, seven days later, he got up and walked. He performed miracles after miracles to prove to me that he is real. And I'm glad now I'm a child of God because I know for sure after I leave this world, I will be in heaven for eternity. Why I'm on this earth, he takes care of me. He really takes care of me. Just a few months ago, I was driving on the road to go to church. It's a two-way road like this. While I was driving on my lane, the Holy Spirit told me, get out of the road right now. This is like 8.30 a.m. I listened to the Holy Spirit. I got out to park on the side. Suddenly, two cars came on my lane, passing one another. This is a curve, so I didn't see them. The young man passed another car in my lane at 8.30 a.m. and passed by me. And I was thinking, I have the Heavenly Father who take care of me. If he did not tell me to get out, I would have a head-on collision and I would have died that morning and I would not get to church. He take care of you and me in every detail of life. Amen. I want to encourage you to become a child of God. You may not be sure today that you are a child of God. Be sure this, this afternoon. Pray with me. Say to God. Jesus say, I'm knocking at the door. If you open the door, I will come in and have relationship with you. You just open your, the door of your heart and say, God, I was created by you and now I want to come back home. And then you're going to be very happy because God will take care of you and you know and you know after you leave this world, you will be in heaven because Jesus forgives you of your sin. He pay for your sin. Amen? Amen? Why don't we speak to God? How many people want to go to heaven? How many people want to be a child of God? And God will take care of you. Pray with me. Father in heaven, Thank you, Lord, for loving me so much. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, to suffer and to die on the cross, to pay for my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Become my God and my Savior. I believe you were raised from the dead on the third day. 
You are the living God. From today on, I repent of my sin, and I will serve you. Walk with you. I believe you come to give me life and give it more abundantly. Please protect me from the attack of the devil. Preserve me from all kinds of evil things in this world. Provide for me. Guide me. Use me. Empower me. Help me, Lord, to know you more each day. To have a strong relationship with you. I believe my name is recorded in the book of life. One day, I will meet you in the paradise, and I will be there for eternity. Thank you, Lord, for giving me victory in this planet Earth. Thank you, Lord. For sending your angels to protect me, Lord, thank you so much. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.